What's up, guys? Since it's Lunar New Year, we're now on a 10-day holiday. Many of our cousins came over to eat dinner, and we had a great time. Anyways, something pretty interesting happened to Ginger the day before. Mom's sister asked us to go to a farm with her and her daughter. Mom told us we were going there to feed animals and stuff. We arrived there early and paid for the tickets and the food for the animals. They gave us some carrots and food pellets. First, you get to feed the llama. I found out they were pretty greedy. When Ginger was feeding a llama, the other one approached her slowly and started chewing her ponytail. Ginger was not happy about that. Then we went to feed the goats. They were really cute, especially the baby ones. They jump on you when you when they want food. Lastly, there is this kind of pig that looks like sheep. They're the only ones that are locked out. They're actually quite aggressive. They fight and scare away the smaller ones for food. It was pretty disturbing watching them sniffing the wet ground and looking at the corners trying to find food. And some of them even ate the food right off the other pigs. The Peril by Emily John. Chapter 2. I got woken up by the sound of Nathan snapping his fingers. I rolled to the other side of the bed and yawned loudly. Ugh, why won't you let me sleep? I groaned, rolling my eyes. I yawned again and sit up from the bed. Let you sleep? Who told you that nonsense? He motions for me to sit up. Get up. Everyone's already awake. What? I look around the room. It's true. Nobody's in the room except Nathan and I. I stand up, scratching a mosquito bite on my knee. Man, how many bugs are in this room? Unclear, he says. Come on, you're going to meet your trainer today. Get excited. I follow Nathan outside to the locker. He points at one and hands me a pen. Write your name on this tag and put it there. He hands me a piece of paper and I write my name on it. Henry Keith. Nathan hands me a double-sided tape and I stick my name tag on my locker. Great, now set a password for your lockers, he says. Okay, so you turn it like this and I'll set your password as 1234. Then I'll mess up this combination and you can turn it again. He shut the locker and told me to open it. I turn the locks, but it's so tight my fingers hurt just from turning it. I open my locker. Great, now let's go meet your trainer. He grabs my arm and walk out to what walk out of the basement. This is the first time I walked out of that room, and the building is much bigger than I expected. Nathan turns left to a long hallway. Beside it are lots of offices with name tags on the doors. Nathan stops in front of an op- office with the name Kyle written on the name tag. This is my trainer's office, Nathan says, and that one's yours. He points at an office beside Kyle's. His name tag reads Jared. Jared, I read out loud. The name sounds familiar. I think the boys were talking about him when I woke up in the basement. I put my hand on the door handle, but Nathan stops me from opening it. Before you go in, you have to know he can be a little extreme. Listen carefully. 
Before you go into his office, you'll have to knock five times. You can't knock too loud, or he'll think you're impolite. And you can't knock too lightly, or he can't hear you. By the way, tomorrow's his birthday, so bring him gifts. I knock five times on the wooden door and wait for Jared to answer. Come in, I hear him say. His voice is very scratchy, but I'll get used to that. I open the door and Jared looks up from the book he's reading. Nathan, who is this little guy? He examines me. He's your, he's new. You're his trainer. Nathan points at me. His name is Henry Keith. Jared leans forward. Okay, Henry Keith, he says. He turns to Nathan, pointing at my shirt. What is he wearing? You haven't given him his uniform yet? Nathan shakes his head. Well, go now. He stands up from his chair and walks to the corner of the room. Jared is short, is shorter than I thought. He's chubby and wobbles when he walks. He bends down and opens a lower drawer on, and takes out a key. There, Jared tosses the key to Nathan. He turns to me. We'll train to no- tomorrow, yeah? I nod. We walk out of Jared's office and close the door softly. I follow Nathan down the hall. Where are we going? I ask him. Nathan turns to a staircase that leads to B2. We're going to get some supplies and your uniform. The lights turn on the lights on the staircase turned on when it detected us walking by. We walked down to B3. I remember this place. The lights are very dim. Nathan reaches to his vest and take out takes out a flashlight. She shakes it and the lights turn on. Yeah, it's here, all right. There's a piece of loose stone on the wall. Nathan takes the piece out and there's a keypad behind it. Nathan thinks for a moment. Has anyone told you the code? He asks me. No, I say. Nathan sighs. Of course. He reaches into his pants pockets and takes out a little black box. I have seen it three times, but I never saw it clearly. This is an earpiece, Nathan says. You're allowed to talk your trainer through the, through this when you're fighting. He puts it in his ear. Kyle, you know the code to the supply room? He stops and listens to Kyle. Okay, thanks. He takes the earpiece out and puts it back into the small box. He turns back to the keypad and types for numbers. There is a beeping sound and a huge stone wall starts to open slowly. This is the most important room in the building, Nathan says, waiting for the door to open wide enough. A moment later, Nathan walks in and I follow. The room is cool and huge. It looks like a data center with rows of rows of racks. There are labels on the ceiling and I follow Nathan to section six. The floor is made of marble and looks shiny like it was just waxed. Under the label on the ceiling reads Arena 5. The racks are covered with glass doors and behind the glass there's boxes of shelves. I look carefully and there are name tags stuck to each box. The name tag reads stuff like water bottle or earpiece and a lot more. Nathan stops in front of the first shelf under section 6 and opens a glass door. 
He looks at the label of the boxes and take a package out. This one's for you, Nathan says, handing me a box. The box is made of steel. It feels cold and solid. Open it later. Let's get you some supplies. He looks at the label as he walks and stops in front of one shelf. He takes out a package and puts it on the floor. Nathan takes off the lid and takes out a, a black backpack. Is it too big? Nathan asks, handing it to me. I put it on. It fits okay. Great. He puts the bag box back into the shelf. Put your package into the backpack. See what's hap- See what happens. I put the heavy box into the backpack and zip, zip, zip the zippers. There, now put it on. I pick up the back. I pick the backpack up. It feels surprisingly like feels light, right? I nod. There's a lot of high tech in this room, just like this one. He takes out another box. He opens it and takes out a gray plastic water bottle. He puts it in my backpack. Nathan walks forward and takes out another box, open it, and hands me a black watch. That's high tech, like I said, Nathan says, pointing. Here, watch and learn. I lean forward and watch him tapping at the screen. You have to turn it on first. You press a button beside the screen and the screen lit up. Now it's on. Let's put your thumbprint into the watch system. Put your thumb on the screen. I did did as he said and the watch made a beeping sound. Now it's done. Only you can turn it on. Let me show you the sickest part. You see, when you're fighting, you might get hurt. Different perils have different poison. They might poison you, so you can do this. He taps several times on the screen and the hole appears. Is that 3D? I ask Nathan. He nods. There, so you drip a drop of blood in there and we'll tell you what poison you got. There's also an x-ray in this thing. The best part is... If you scan something, it will show the object by a hologram. Cool, right? Sick, I say. Nathan closes the door and we walk back to the next. We walk to the next section. The label reads section 7. He takes out the box and takes out a little black box. The earpiece, I say. He hands it to me. The little black box is made of leather with blue zippers on it. I open the box. Cool, I say. I put it in my backpack. One section left, he says. He stops in front of section eight and opens the door. There, pick a present for Jared or he'll get mad. I step forward and pick up a brand new smartphone. This, I say. Great, let's go back to the basement.